Welcome to the Cleaning for Profit podcast, the podcast that helps you get started in your own cleaning business. For more information on starting your own cleaning business, visit cleaningforprofit.com. Hi there, my name is Tom Watson, and I'll be walking you through this episode. Today's episode is titled, Bidding Oddball Jobs. The cleaning business is pretty straightforward most of the time. Customers are going to call you. They need a price to clean their home or office. Most of the time, it's pretty easy stuff. There's always going to be a little variation from job to job, but it's not that much to worry about. Eventually, you'll get a hang for the bidding process, and you'll be able to be giving real accurate quotes before you know it. It just takes a little bit of practice. Now, with that said, sometimes you will be called to bid jobs that are out of the norm, ones that there's no easy way to put a price on it. To give you some examples, I've been asked to clean all types of things that were in various stages of disgusting conditions. One time I was called by an existing customer to wash down an entire building full of concrete block walls. These walls were like, they lined the interior of a machine shop, and they were maybe nine feet tall. Not to mention, incredibly filthy. People smoked in that office for 50 years. Now, you can look all day long and never find a manual that will tell you how long it takes to clean a building full of crummy concrete walls that are nine feet high. It just... Does it exist? Now, another time, I walked into a home where the homeowner wanted every single knick-knack hand-wiped. That sounds simple until you get your head around the fact that she had hundreds of them throughout the whole house. There's no manual on how long it takes to clean that either. Now, yet another time, I was called to clean the house where basically a hoarder lived in it. The house looked like something you would see on one of those TV shows. You could barely walk through the house, let alone even clean it. Once again, no way to look up a price on how long it would take to clean this. Now, I could go on and on with these type examples. You're going to be faced with many different kinds of jobs over the course of your uh, your career. And many of them, you're just not going to know how long it's going to take you to clean. It's just, you just don't know. And it makes it real hard to come up with a price, and it makes you nervous, and I understand that. Now, sure, you could decline the job, but... In my opinion, I usually took these jobs and challenged myself to price them accurately. Now, that's not to say I took all jobs. I didn't. If it was crazy and I thought it was just beyond my ability, I didn't do it. But I usually tried, and I tried to do the best I could. And that's not to say, I, like I said, I didn't take them all because I didn't. Um, but generally, if a job wasn't too big or too complicated, and I thought I could pull it off, I gave it a shot. Now, before you think there is some big secret on how to bid these jobs, I'm going to tell you flat out, there is not. Sadly, there is no real answer on how to bid these jobs. You need to attack the pricing of these jobs on a case-by-case basis. My approach was always just try to break down the job into small, bite-sized portions, and then add up how many hours it would take. So if you're faced with a big home, you basically just break down room by room. This room will take an hour, this room will take two, this room will take 20 minutes, so on and so on. My entire focus was just on getting my head around how many hours I will be there, because that's the only thing that really matters. Now, once I take my best guess, I normally added a few more hours just to be on the safe side. And if it was a big job, I'd add you know, quite a few more hours. If it's a small job, you don't have that much wiggle room. And if the work was just really grunt work, meaning manual labor, I just made up a number and charged them that, in a sense. So, for instance, after doing my best calculations, if I thought the job would take two people eight hours, then that would be 16 hours worth of labor. 
from there, I was just charged like some made-up number. I would normally, I usually try to go for like $30 an hour, sometimes more, but let's say $30 an hour if I'm comfortable with uh, how accurate I am with the, how long it's going to take. That's what I would charge. So let's say those 16 hours times 30 bucks an hour comes to 480 bucks. That would be the price. Now, if they needed some supplies in order to do the job that they're being asked to do, which normally you will in some case, um, that would be added on top. So let's say you have that $480 in labor. You've got two people working for eight hours, and you're going to charge them 30 bucks an hour. And then they need some special wall cleaner you found at the janitorial supply house that cost you 30 bucks. I would add that on top of the 480 of course, and maybe, you know, make it a little bit more than the 30 bucks. I'd maybe add 50 bucks to cover supplies. So it would be the 480 plus the 50 and that would come to 530 plus tax in that little you know, super simple scenario. Now, my point is, if you decide to take these jobs, you're just going to have to accept the fact that sometimes you're going to make out like a bandit because you're going to get done sooner than you think, and other times you may lose because it just took longer than you anticipated. That's life, and that's the gamble. You know, that's the gamble you take when you run a business, so you need to be okay with that. Now, running a cleaning business is a learning experience. You're going to get real good at it in no time, but it's always going to have the occasional curveball thrown your way that you're just going to have to figure it out as you go because you can look on the Internet, and as great as the Internet is all day, it's never going to tell you how much to charge a customer to do X amount of this, you know, because there's just so many million different scenarios that you're going to be asked to do, and they're all unique, and they're all different. So at the end of the day, take your time and think through how long you think you need to complete the job. Remember, you're just trying to get to how many hours are you going to be there? All you can do is take your best guess on the time needed. My advice is to err on the high side if at all possible. I would rather be wrong on the high side than underbid. But either way, you learn. And that is all that matters. So this wraps up our episode of Bidding Oddball Jobs. I hope you found it interesting, and thanks for listening. Be sure to check back next week for our next episode. For more information on how to start your own cleaning business, I encourage you to visit my blog at cleaningforprofit.com. Just click on the blog section for my latest post. Should you have any questions or comments about this episode, just visit the website and go to the Contact Me page. I look forward from hearing from those of you who touch base, and I'll talk to the rest of you next week. Thanks again for tuning in.